Hi, and welcome to another episode of the Feeling Beautiful is Possible podcast with your host, Maria Morales, the life artist and creator of the Diabetes Doesn't Define Me coaching program. I am your diabetes educator and image coach, and I am here to help you navigate the journey of diabetes and prediabetes or even PCOS and help you feel beautiful, healthy, confident, and ready to take on the world so that being defined by diabetes is not even an option. And today we're going to talk about the lack of sleep makes diabetes worse. So did you know that changes in blood sugar levels may be behind sleep problems and the lack of rest? Yes, diabetes and sleep problems are very related. This is without a doubt a problem that is not discussed very often, but it affects a good part of the population who suffers from diabetes. Sleep disorders are very common in people with type 2 diabetes specifically, and usually manifest themselves in a lot of different ways. Some of these ways can range from classic restless leg syndrome to sleep apnea or the increased need to go to the bathroom during the night. Now, all these factors are going to lead to bad rest and daytime fatigue, and this is going to intensify the diabetes itself. Think about it. If you're tired because you didn't sleep well, you're going to want to eat more so that you can get energy from food. Maybe you're going for high-carb foods, or maybe you're just getting sugary foods to get you that energy boost that you need. Or maybe you're going to Starbucks and getting a really nice, delicious coffee with a lot of different flavors in it that are going to give you extra sugar and not only just the caffeine. So you're getting more energy from these type of foods. This is going to cause your blood sugars to spike. This is going to cause you to have more weight gain or not lose any weight. And it's just going to be a vicious cycle. So it's necessary to keep in mind that these kind of problems and symptoms need to be reviewed by you and your doctor. They need to know that you're having sleeping problems so that they can help you manage them better and that you can get a good night's sleep. Now, the treatment of these types of nocturnal disorders are actually easier than than you think to manage. So let's review what's happening. So we already know that diabetes is a disease in which your body has difficulty producing adequate levels of insulin on its own. And this is going to give you the end result of higher glucose levels in your body. So we're going to discuss five factors that can affect your, um, your quality of sleep. Number one, maybe you're having excessive urination at night. So if you have to get up two to three times to go to the bathroom, or you got to get up to drink water because you're super thirsty in the middle of the night, then this is obviously going to interrupt your sleep pattern and you're not going to have enough sleep. So to, if your sugars are high at night, the body's going to need to remove water from the tissue so that it can dilute the sugar in your blood. This is going to make you feel dehydrated, so you're going to go want to drink more water. But when you drink that extra water at night, then you know you're going to have to urinate it out before the next morning. So it becomes a vicious cycle that prevents you from having a restful night. You're either drinking more or you're urinating more because your sugars are very high when you go to sleep. 
The other one that can happen, the second factor can be the opposite. Maybe you're having low blood sugars when you're sleeping. And it will wake you up by making you feel sick, dizzy, maybe shaky, or maybe you're waking up drenched in sweat. Maybe you don't even wake up. Maybe your spouse wakes you up because now she's feeling that you're getting very clammy and sweaty and maybe you're shaking in your sleep. So low blood sugars is also going to interrupt your sleep pattern. The third factor that could be happening is maybe you have sleep apnea. This is very common in type 2 diabetes because you have weight issues most of the time. And if you suffer from obesity, this is going to cause the chest to have more pressure and restrict the passage of air through your airway. It's going to make it difficult for you to breathe or you even stop breathing several times during the night. So if you're stopping, if you stop breathing while you're sleeping, do you think you're sleeping restfully through the night? You're not. Your body is waking you up every time you start snoring or maybe your partner is elbowing you because you're snoring all night. And then in the meantime, you're probably stopping breathing several times in the night and you don't even know it. This is going to cause for you to not sleep hardly at all, even though you think you've been sleeping all night. The fourth factor could be that maybe you have restless leg syndrome. And this can be caused by different things like iron deficiency. Maybe you have anemia or you're having high blood sugars or you're having kidney problems. So if your legs are restless all night, it's very hard to get a good night's sleep. And the fifth factor that we'll talk about today is neuropathy. You know, the neuropathy is the damage of your nerve endings caused by high blood sugars. When your nerve endings and your feet and your hands get damaged, you're going to have severe pain. You're going to have numbness. You're going to have burning sensation. Maybe you feel like you have pins and needles. Most of my clients complain that they don't sleep well because their feet hurt or they're burning constantly all night long. So if you're having any of these issues, or maybe you're having all of them, you're going to have very little sleep. The quality of your sleep is going to be so bad that you're constantly going to feel exhausted during the day, lacking energy, and you're going to keep doing things that make you get your sugars out of control. Your weight doesn't get in check. It's just a continuous vicious cycle that you need to get out of. So I'm going to give you five ways of improving your sleep. Number one, avoid eating sugary foods or high-carb meals or snacks before you go to bed. So you don't go to bed with high blood sugars and you don't go to bed with a spike of energy. You know, if you're eating high-carb foods or sugary foods before you go to bed, your body's going to have to digest that. It's going to have to process it. And your body's not going to be ready for rest. It's going to be ready for digestion process, which means you're not going to sleep well. Number two, this is very logic. You got to avoid caffeine from sodas or shakes or teas before bed. There's people that drink coffee before bed. And even though they say, oh, it doesn't matter, it doesn't keep me awake, you're still not sleeping properly because you're having stimulants in your body. Number three, you can try to do some exercise before bed, like a walk outside. And if it's not possible, then walk inside up and down your hall or around your table or your couch, wherever you can in the, in the house. Or you can do some stretching exercises or some other type of exercise that gets you a little bit more tired 
and also relaxes your body. Number four, you need to relax your brain before bed. This is done by avoiding the cell phones. If you're on your cell phone looking at Facebook or Instagram or watching videos until you close your eyes, you're stimulating your brain to stay awake. Also, the lighting on those electronic devices like laptops, um, tablets, cell phones is also causing your brain to not be in restful mode. So you want to at least stop doing any of those type of activities with your electronics about an hour before bed. It's best if you read or if you listen to some relaxing music or sounds or maybe you play a video that has a meditation, a guided meditation that can put you into a deep relaxation so you can be ready for sleep. And number five, you've got to set and stick to a sleeping schedule. You can't just expect your body to go to sleep at different times of the night or the day because then the body's not ready for sleep at a certain time each day. So if you want to choose that by 9 p.m. you're going to go to sleep every night, you got to force yourself to be in bed by that time, stop whatever it is you need to be doing, start getting in relaxation mode by 8 p.m., and making sure your body gets used to that time. Think about kids. They usually get tired and sleepy by a certain time on you know, school nights because they're very used to a set schedule. But us adults, we get off the schedule. We start watching TV or we want to do the dishes or we remember that we were something else we got to do or maybe put a, lo- a load of laundry before we go to bed and then you couldn't go to bed because you have to stay. make sure that you put it in the dryer Listen, you're doing all these things to yourself. There's no way you can have a good night's sleep in a night in a right amount of hours for your particular body needs if you're doing all these things before bedtime. And remember, your bed should be for sleeping and for sex, of course. But if you're eating in your bed, if you're going to watch TV in your bed, those people that watch that go to sleep with their TV on because they said that that noise makes them fall asleep. They're not having a good night's sleep. All the flashing lights from the TV is keeping your brain stimulated. And even though your eyes are closed, you can still see the reflection of that. You got to make sure that the lights are out, that the TV is off. And then when you get ready to lay on your bed, that it is just for sleeping or that you maybe had some other fun time before that. Bed is for just that, not for other activities. So I hope that this helps you understand a little better why you've been so tired during the day and why this is all a vicious cycle. And then you can start working on better uh, lifestyle and activities that can help you get to bed at the right time with the right mindset and with the right relaxing, relaxed body and with sugars that are a little bit more controlled so that you can have a restful night like you're meant to be. So remember, you can follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Diabetes with a Twist, and you can check out all of our other programs and services at www.lifeartistlink.com. I will talk to you soon, and thanks for listening.